0: Hello and welcome to the latest. This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm really delighted to be joined by Shane Callaghan from Welsh band The Now, who are set to release their brand new single, Holy, on February the 22nd, ahead of an EP release in May. Shane, thanks very much for coming on today. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thank you, Mark, for having me on the show. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to everything.
0: Good, good. I hope that the um hope that the weather, the, the storm, I think we're on is it Franklin now? I think I hope that's not affecting you too badly down there in Wales. Yeah, good old Frank is uh he's taking his course here. <laughs> <laughs> so um I just sort of mentioned there, but um can you just let the listeners know where, whereabouts in the world you are today? Um so I'm in Swansea in Wales at the moment. Lovely, lovely. So for those that don't know. How did the band start? Um, so the band started uh,
1: basically me and the guitarist Bromwich. Um, we used to go to jam nights together. So like we were put together and formed in a jam night type of thing. Um, we just got on well. And then we decided then me and the old drummer and uh, Bromwich went to watch a Kasabian show in the Point Arena in Cardiff. Yeah. and. We were just looking at all like the support acts and looking at Casabian himself, and we were just like, we could be doing this type of thing. So
0: we formed the now, then. Yeah. And uh, and, w- and when when roughly was was that? So when when did the band sort of you know you decide that you wanted to to be in a band and, and obviously get to the get to the point where we are today? Um, yeah. So we've always been in bands, um, from cover bands, so you know, doing the
1: weddings, functions, and stuff like that, um, but we wanted to obviously put our own music out there, do you mean? And, yeah. Uh, change the music industry as well. That's what our goal is, to bring back that 80s, 70s vibe, um, like a motley crew. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we've always been interested in making a band, so
0: just, it just happened. just happened. Could you just give us a rundown um of what each member does in the band? Um obviously I know that yourself, you're obviously the sort of the front man and, and, and kind of like the main the main songwriter in, in the group. So um Me yeah. man. <laughs> just be the main man. <laughs> leave it there.
1: <laughs> um yeah, so we got Jay on bass, which is um he's the comedian of the band, let's see. Uh we got um Callum Bromwich, then, which is uh, the lead guitarist, which um, is phenomenal guitar player. Got to give it to him. And then we got Will Scott, then, that just tags along. He's just the drummer.
0: That, what do you mean <laughs> the poor old drummer? <laughs> Every time they get stick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, out of, um, I'm not going to include you in this question, but who, in um, your opinion? Um, is the or who maybe likes to think that they are the practical joker in the band?
1: He's definitely Jay the bassist. Yeah, yeah, that's a Jay the bassist. He loves himself. He loves his own voice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> would, you, would you say that he's like also probably like the most likely to sort of cause um maybe a little little bit of chaos or something like that on a if he was all on a night out together as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. He's <laughs> <laughs> normally be in that question.
0: <laughs> uh, well he's not here to defend himself so <laughs> we'll yeah we'll go with it Well, maybe he'll reply back on the uh on the uh, instagram feeds and, and stuff like that so um i've been very very lucky enough to have um a sneak peek of your new single holy um and it blew me away on the first listen um, it's an absolute belter of a track so what what can you tell us about it
1: just beginning it's just big. Um, I everyone asks me the same thing, and I just—it's just big. It's—I try and compare it with other songs, um, like on Spotify, and I play them next to each other, and I just can't believe I—that we've wrote it as a band. Everything like it's really—it's crazy.
0: It is. It's a as I say, it's a it's a belting song. It's really um, obviously the the guitar riffs on it are are um. Well, to usual uh, description, is it's big.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, um, I'm sure I said uh, it's like Moose and Nirvana having a baby. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's a great, um, a great description, and I think that um, even if you're not a fan of both of the bands, maybe just one or the other, I think that you're going to be really, um, really intrigued by by the sound that you've that you've created for 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 Holy. So, um obviously also as well holy includes a cover of the iconic uh single by the verve which was called uh lucky man um yeah. which i think you've done a great job of covering it you've you've added your own band's uh stamp on it but also as well staying true to the to the original as well which is something that i i, I personally really like so what i'd like to know is what was it about lucky man that that you and or the band are you agreed upon to to actually to add that song as a as a B-side?
1: Uh, basically, I did a cover of it on Instagram, which you can go through the Instagram stories You you'll find it. Um, I only did like a short snippet, like 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Um, and the label decided they wanted to use that song. Um, Richard Ashcroft is, you know, he's, he's an amazing guy, Like and yeah. I always like the verb as well. So, but yeah, yeah, um, that
0: was basically the reason for the B side. Oh, okay. So, so as well, would you maybe with like future uh, single releases? Obviously, we're going to bring come onto the EP um, in a, in a moment. But would you consider releasing like not necessarily a cover as a B side, but like a, a B side at all? Because it seems to be something that generally doesn't seem to happen too much at the moment. Like from um, up, I mean, like you know.
1: Yeah, we definitely would consider it.
0: Yeah. Okie dokie. So, what was um, like the thought process behind Holy um, and like the rest of the EP that's coming up? Is there is there like a like a theme or like a story behind any of the songs at all that you've sort of managed to, to you know bring bring all together?
1: Yes, yeah, so, um, it's basically about someone who's psycho. Um, it's that ransom note. Of, do you mean like a? It's for the listeners to guess what it's about, I think. That's the whole idea of the EP, is for, like, nothing has a true story. It's literally just the case that we want our consumer to make their own story in their own mind, and that's what music should be about. It should be about what you picture it, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. You draw that picture from the colours in the music type of thing.
0: Sure, OK. So what um what was the recording process like for... Um, Holy and, and the EP because um, obviously I understand that you recorded it down at um, Real World Studios which for those if they're not aware um, is the studio that was set up by um, uh, Peter Gabriel so what what was the experience like for you and the band? Can't explain it like we've been
1: to Rockfield, Mono Valley um, we love them places as well but a Real World we found our sound we definitely found the now like we've been searching for a while for our sound yeah. and now it's just clicked we know what we we need to do now we know what our next album's going to sound like we know what the following album's going to sound like we, we got our target now we so the process in that studio
0: was basically finding our sound and we did it sure I can did you um did you sort of meet any any famous faces while you was down there recording the EP at all?
1: Yeah, we um, bumped into um, the keen singer, Tom Chapman. Yeah. Um, he was there recording a solo album at the time. I, was, I went to get tea and he was there having tea, so I was just chatting. I didn't, you know, talk to him as if oh, I'm your number one fan. I <laughs> I just, he, just like anyone else. And he was talking to me as if I was just you know, you know he's a lovely guy like so
0: ah oh, fantastic stuff and um one of the um one of the things uh, that we have touched on there is um is obviously you've got UEP coming out um towards the end of may i believe it is the, the is the date um so what what would you say that fans um are going to you know what can they expect are we going to get like a similar um sort of sound to, to the first single holy or or is or have we got you know sort of a mixture you know maybe like some slower numbers in there or something like that So or... they're all
1: bangers they're all big like Holy is just the start literally yeah uh, we got some like anthems in there that need to be played in arenas they're not for the smaller venues like which we love doing the smaller venues because it's like really intense it's close and I love that because like it reminds me of Nirvana yeah uh, but we want to be them big arenas. We want to be like a Kingsley on full fighters type of band.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And, and um, funnily enough, we're um, going to briefly touch on arenas actually um, with this next question. So, obviously, you guys have got um, seven headline gigs coming up uh, across February and March, uh, stopping off in Sheffield, Hitchin, Swansea, uh, Birmingham, Oxford, Bristol, and Liverpool. Um, are there any particular dates uh, there that you're looking forward to playing? Um, they all have there. I mean, we're excited
1: for them all. But yeah. there's one that we're most excited for is Swansea Arena due to the fact that it's the opening day of Swansea Arena. So we've been chosen to do that. And that's just amazing, like being a Welsh band and from Swansea, like Bromwich, our guitarist is, um
0: it's, it means a lot yeah sure and then um, I, I think i've read somewhere that the capacity of that's is, is that that's going to be the biggest gig that you would have or certainly the indoor gig i should say um, gig, that you guys yeah. have been that you've been part of so that must be pretty pretty exciting i'm guessing
1: yeah three and a half thousand cap, i believe
0: nice yes. oh that'll be great and of things you just as you mentioned there yourself it's kind of like just Sort of just the beginning, really, for you, for you guys, really. Yeah, it is just just the beginning. It's the rise. Absolutely. So, obviously, in addition there to, to your own gigs, um, you're going to be getting out on, and playing a couple of festivals, um, including um, in it together, uh, where you're going to be on the on the same bill um, or the same day. Uh, yeah, same bill um, as Nol Gallagher's High Flying Birds, um, and you're also playing the uh, the Bearded Fury Festival um, in Derbyshire, which. Yeah. Brings- An impressive lineup including placebo um, and the hives um so what's like the mood like within the band um you know being knowing that you're going to be playing the same festival as as obviously some some legendary um artists there
1: we're quite humble We're, we're all quite humble like we we're quite laid back and we're so we're just excited really we're just we can't wait because we love all the bands that's playing and, um, do you mean there's no favourite, do you mean, it's just like, yep, we just, let's go and do it, let's smash it, show what we've got type of thing and just
0: watch the rest of the show, we'll stay there and
1: have a few drinks and watch the rest of the bands.
0: Yeah, get in there, blow the, um, blow the audience away and obviously hopefully pick up some some new fans along the way as well. Yeah, definitely. So, what's um what would you say is your favorite song to play live, um and and why would that be? Um,
1: at the moment, I'd say it's either Holy or Friendly Fire because Friendly Fire's got quite a lot of tension at the moment. Um, so when we play that live, everyone's singing it back type of thing. Yeah, but no one. No, I can't say no one knows Holy, but they haven't heard it yet. It's not in their ears. They haven't consumed it. So I think that's going to be the best one to play. Like probably it's going to be like Out the Quarter or a smiles like Teen Spirit. Or I think that is the case with Holy.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the um, like the confidence, um, like within yourself. There, what you're saying, comparing like. The level, like the reaction that you're sort of thinking you're going to get with with Nevermind and and uh, and Dakota, and, and I personally haven't, as I said, lucky enough to hear the song. I I can't disagree to be honest because I think it it, it it's it's gonna it's it, I, I think I generally do think it will get to that sort of level. I, as I say, it blew me away on the um on the first listen. So, um, fantastic tune. So. We, are you going to be road-testing um, any of the new material from the EP that you've got coming up, or are you going to keep that in the locker for for maybe some some dates you might have coming up sort of later on in the year?
1: No, we'll be playing through our tour dates, so they'll um, hear our songs throughout the gigs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So what would you say um, has been the best gig uh, that you have done uh, so far, and why? Um, done a, a
1: lot of good gigs, uh, but one that stands out. It wasn't so much the best gig; it was just like it was cool. It was I liked it. It was my vibe. Um, so it was called the Lanes in Bristol, and it was like a bowling alley while you're playing. And it was just it was so fun because you know everyone's just enjoying playing bowling, and they're also listening to the music. Like I just thought that was a great concept and.
0: I it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, quite a quite an unusual and uh, sort of like unique uh, experience as well there by the sounds <laughs> of it.
1: <laughs> Bristol's got a few places like that though, and they like the glass the Borden. Yeah.
0: yeah, there's some uh, some great uh, sort of venues. You know, like cl- like clubs. I guess you'd probably call them. I suppose like club venue yeah. stuff, and um, obviously there's a pretty good music scene down there as well in in general. So on the flip side of that what would you say has been maybe the worst sort of experience that you've had playing live? Either being on stage or maybe getting to the gig or, or, or something like that? Every
1: time somebody mentions that, it reminds me of Club Iverbach, Brahms tipping the water over his head. <laughs> and, I, I you. Time, <laughs> even if I try and think of something else, it's like, yeah, that's the one. Like,
0: <laughs> if you ask me in 50 years' time, I'll say that kick. <laughs> and and do, did you ever find out why he decided to do that? I mean it was this like mid like mid-gig or something like that or mid-set, yeah. He's just getting more the bottle out. Like, you could see him just
1: squeeze on him and he's
0: like, What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I I'm I'm trying to picture this happening and the reaction of not like not just the band members but anyone in the audience just thinking who who is this guy? <laughs> he wasn't rock and roll do you mean he didn't look rock and roll like that? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've gone from Ozzy Osbourne eating bats on stage to, <laughs> to the oh. now guitarist with water over his head <laughs> <laughs> so if um, excuse me I'll compose myself here so if you um, if you had a musical time machine um, what era of music would you like to be transported back to the seventies, definitely. Is there is there any particular reason why that era? What, what is it about that for you? I just believe if this band is in the seventies,
1: it'd be at best straight away type of thing. Not um, because we're trying to you know change the era at the moment. It's there's a lot of like R and B at the moment and pop, and we want to change it to that to get rock back on the go. What do you mean?
0: Yeah, so, definitely. Well, I think. Um, um, uh, you know, like I think I probably in, in obviously in a way lockdowns obviously had a lot of negatives. You know, like the COVID stuff and all that. But I think what it has done for the guitar scene in particular, definitely. I think yeah. this like sort of last eighteen months, two years has has really brought that back to the forefront. Um, and you know, so it has had its experiences. And you know, there are some good pop songs, good R and B songs, and that that are out there. But definitely for the guitar scene, I think it's made a massive it has had a big impact on it.
1: Definitely, it reminds me of this, like um, certain time where you know, like Sex Pistols broke through. Uh, it's just like this, that similar vibe and that's yeah. going on right now in the world. I think everyone's a bit annoyed about this COVID and lockdown. I think they need to express it, so the guitar music
0: is going to bring that out to them. Yeah, definitely. So it's, uh, it's an exciting time. So, um, I think I might roughly know the answer to this next question because you said you'd love to be transported back to the seventies so who are your musical inspirations and why led zeppelin um
1: the cult um, so many yeah i just go with them too for now um basically just two cuz it just guitar bands like i love that I know, I, that's just that vibe I wish I was born in the 70s well 60s so I could go out in the 70s <laughs> I, was
0: say, I wouldn't have words in the 70s <laughs> yeah, 10 years old <laughs> that would have been interesting trying to get in um, so what um what was like the first sort of either maybe a single or an album that, that you can remember buying and was there any particular sort of reason why uh you went for that one yeah it was um
1: Steela Wheeler is um stuck in the middle. Wheel. Okay, yeah. Uh The Res are Dogs. I love that film. By Quentin Tarantino. So yeah. I'm a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. So um,
0: yeah. Yeah, so obviously uh, the tune uh, iconic, I think it's fair to yeah. say. Uh, yeah. and uh, and well, obviously we all know about Tarantino and obviously Reservoir Dogs. What <laughs> what a film that yeah. is! <laughs> so, uh, just a couple of quick-fire questions here. Um, are you a tea or coffee drinker? Coffee. Coffee. Okay. So, would you? Are you? What what would you say is your favourite biscuit? Out of what? Well, what is your favourite biscuit? Jamie Dodger. Jamie Dodger. Okay. <laughs> so, would you? Are you going to be dunking that Jamie Dodger in
1: your coffee, or are you just? No, I'd say that for a cup of tea, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't take anything in my coffee really. Maybe chocolate, like a yeah, maybe a chocolate, I don't.
0: Yeah, maybe. yeah. <laughs> yeah <but it> <laughs> Lovely. A couple of couple of little interesting random questions there. Um, and just sort of last couple of questions here. Um obviously here at This Is the Music we we promote uh, new music, new bands um, and and solo artists, obviously like like yourselves, as as you know. So is there any sort of new music that you're particularly listening to at the moment that that has caught your eye? Um, There's a band from South Wales called
1: Florence Black. Um, They're a bit heavier than us. Um, I love their music, yeah. I think they're going to do really well.
0: Brilliant, fantastic. What would you say um, are, like, the rest of the plans, uh, sorry, the, over the rest of the year, what are the plans uh, for the now? What, what have you got in store? Gigs,
1: gigs, <laughs> album, record it. Um, gigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we need to do at the moment, just smash out the gigs and... I think we're on the go then.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like you, you've got um, a very, very busy uh, couple of, well, sort of six weeks or so with the, the gigs that we mentioned earlier. And, and obviously it sounds that's going to be uh, continuing for, for you guys across the rest of the year, um, which as a, as a fan of your band, um, I'm really, really excited uh, to hear that um, and hoping that, that you'll be sort of heading in, into my neck of the woods uh, at, at some point. <laughs> um Shane uh, unfortunately that is the end of the podcast um thank you very much for coming on um and chatting um i've really enjoyed it it's nice to know a little bit more about you personally and, and the band um in general um just before you go uh, can you tell the listeners uh where they can find the now across social media
1: yes you can find us on all social media platforms being instagram facebook twitter we do some tiktok things we we don't spend much time on there, but we do uh do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then all musical platforms are like Spotify, iTunes, yeah
0: sure okay and we will add um those details on the episode bio uh, for our listeners as well so that they can they can come along and find you um holy is released uh, on february the 22nd um, and he supports and includes uh, the b-side uh, lucky man by the verve um, and that's uh, all out um via all Streaming and download platform services. Um, so, all that leaves me to say is thanks to everybody for listening to today's podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us across our social media platforms and hit that subscribe button uh, to stay up to date with everything that's going on at This Is The Music. But more importantly, make sure you pre save, download uh, the new song from The Now uh, called Holy, um, which, as I say, is out on February the 22nd. Shane,